0: Welcome to Talking Not Ranting. My name is Alistair Field. And I'm Greg Smith. You've dropped in on our current topic series, The Struggle to Be a Good Manager. And today our episode is entitled, Is This The or An Issue? Now let's set the stage. Greg and I have been friends for a long time and we have been talking almost constantly for a couple of weeks. So I think we're okay. Are we okay, Greg?
1: We are, even with the uh, significant increase in
0: connection uh still good still good okay yeah we're just trying to decide whether we need to go into therapy now or later but uh you know when you get in a little bit of stress and you get these production schedules it's all good it's all good though so for those of you that don't know us uh we are friends we have been uh, managers both of us for a very long time we've both benefited from other people assisting us in our management development in every episode we're going to discuss a situation where we and others can often miss the mark We are most often going to start from the employee's perspective, and we're going to discuss how we have observed others successfully manage these situations that we've learned from. And we're always going to have an underlying theme of a good discussion. Are we going to have a good talk today, Greg? We are. We
1: always have a good talk. And this is another one of those great uh, situations that I think all of us have experienced.
0: For me, for sure. So is this the or an issue? Your boss pulls you aside to dress you down and you experience some or all of the following. It's a very small issue, it's brought to your attention, which seems to carry a lot of weight more seriously than it probably should. Your manager uses a term like, I am disappointed, or the infamous, I need to speak to you about something, using their very serious words. Your manager is very strong on the issue. The interaction leads you to wonder, what is going on? This can't be it sometimes the discussion is in an inappropriate place like a hallway where others can overhear it and why are they all over you so greg how do you think this affects our relationships and the work environment
1: well you know i I find this one to be really interesting because of you know of course that that it's obviously a situation that you have a completely different perspective on the depth of that issue and and off uh, the second thing is it, it it what what it describes is something that often comes as a surprise, uh, and and when it comes as a surprise, that tells you a bunch of different things. You know, it tells you that you know how well of a discussion are you, do you have on a regular basis with your your manager, but but you know a, when there's that much gap and confusion, and when there's this seriousness and intensity um, of what you described in the setup, it 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 can set you for a spin, um, either a spin of gee what what really is going on or a spin of peeved off, a spin of peeved off. Like, give me a bloody break, man. I I don't want to, I don't need to deal with this crap now. Uh, The other thing I would say is that in our current scenario where things are a lot more, are all virtual, um, you know, that that hallway sometimes is a Zoom call, you know, which is equally inappropriate. Um, And uh, you, you don't have that regular, vibe of feeling on a regular basis so often this is just amplified in our current environment because you don't you don't walk by your boss's office every day you don't run into them in the hall you're not getting a vibe of the energy that they're feeling but boy when it hits it can be even more amplified in the current environment
0: well when we were in our production meeting a few minutes ago and we were deciding which episode to do i almost broke out laughing uh because th- this uh antidote came back to me from years ago and I just like almost couldn't contain myself I almost broke out laughing and this kind of encapsulizes this episode for me so I was walking down the hall and my boss went stop and pointed the finger at me and there's other people around he goes what is wrong with this picture of course I have no idea what's going on right and so he brings in a couple other people in the conversation and he points at me what's wrong with this and it was an appearance thing, a very minor appearance thing. And then he proceeded to correct me on how to rectify this very, very small, inconsequential problem. Mm. And then, you know, are we okay now? It's like, yeah. And I, and he walked away and all these other people had these big eyes and they're looking at me and I'm looking at them. And I don't know if he was trying to be funny if he was, it didn't work. And I kind of, you know, I kind of went, oh my goodness, like, what is going on? Like, should I be angry? Should I laugh? Should I ridicule him? And Greg, you know me better than some of the people listening on this podcast. I'm all for, you know, if you go to me, Alistair, listen, this is what I think needs to be done in this thing that you're doing. I'd listen to you 100%. I respect you. You're going to approach it the right way if you crack a joke, I'm 100% in, even if it's at my expense, I am 100% in. But I also have this streak where it's like, really very stubborn. And in a situation like this, where you haven't been probably dealt with the right way, or it wasn't approached the right way at all. I get really stubborn and I showed up the next day with the same deficit. And I think that's a very human thing. And, uh, and I, I, I'm laughing about it now because it is so ridiculous. So this is the type of scenario, kind of maybe at the extreme level where these types of things happen and whatever the boss's intention was, it didn't work.
1: Yeah, you know what's really interesting. So so first of all, what was your, what was your opinion of your boss prior to that? It, uh, is this a pattern that he had or she had, or is this something that kind of came out of the blue? And then what was your perspective afterwards?
0: Well, I'd I'd been kind of passed around. we had had some movement on teams and stuff like that. So I didn't really even know the person that well. And in the time that I worked for them, I had very few conversations. Uh, My role at the time was kind of very independent. Uh, You're kind of in charge of something. You go off and you do it. So there wasn't a lot of contact. The the little bit of contact that we did have had a, a slight edge of humor to it, but it was nothing like this. And afterwards, it's like, okay so I got stubborn like it wasn't a learning moment for me it wasn't something I went oh that was really great that that person pointed that out to me so I I had a bit of a you know bit of a pushback on it and uh quite frankly there was a lot of movement when I was working at that time and I ended up working for somebody else anyway so uh, I don't think it enhanced our relationship that's for sure and if anything made me uh, a little defiant, a little defensive. So mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I don't know if it was supposed to be a joke. If it was, it was poorly executed. And if it was a, a measure, uh, like an example of correction, it didn't work either. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, you know, it, it certainly didn't enhance the relationship. Eventually, you know, I wasn't angry, but I certainly became a right. little bit, you know, kind of, not confrontational, but I, I was pushing back a little bit.
1: Well, I think this is one of the things that happens, right? It's uh, the, the um, I'm trying to get the best description of it, but when the, these, these are often in the moment, they're often quick, they're often uh, accelerated to something way beyond what it is, but the after effect is, is can be huge because every time, because we do have, we're all influenced by our experiences. So that experience, then you described it as it kind of put this heaviness over you that when you looked at this person, you know, you could have gone on for a long time. This person is this because of what that experience was. And, and so, boy, oh boy, it can be something that is just, it can be something quick. And, you know, it is all about how do we show up. And in all of our episodes, our podcast, we talk about the importance of how you show up and the impact that you can have as a leader. And when you bring an issue forward like this and bring forward, it can have lots of trailing trailing effects like it obviously uh, did have on you at least for a while. And the fact that you didn't know the person makes it almost even worse uh, because that just kind of lays that whole foundation. Your now picture of that person is pretty clear. This is who they are. And that confusion So anything from as simple as just i'm confused to i'm annoyed and peeved off and therefore i'm only going to do the basics for this person because they're driving me nuts or i'll avoid them you know that's not that's not a good environment to create
0: one thing i like about that scenario though i learned more about being a manager in that very awkward two or three minutes quite often you know it's the falls it's the struggles and I got to tell you, that's there's probably three or four stories and 250 hamburgers, one of our earlier episodes, was one of those foundational stories for me, a very positive one. And, and this one, although it was so minor, it's another foundational story for me because it, it kind of frames for me when I became a manager again and dealt with teams and stuff like that. These are These stories, although it was awkward at the time and I wasn't very happy about it, And it probably raised some aspects of my personality that aren't as attractive, Greg, (laughs) that uh, (laughs) it was a great learning experience for me. It's one, like, I don't know about you, Greg, but I probably have three or four scenarios that, and some of them are positive, some of them are negative. They really, really informed who I wanted to be. And I think, you know, for our listeners out there, and hopefully they have that same experience, when you have one of these things, it is especially if it's negative, you got to do something with it so you can you know be angry and lash out and do all these other things and I contained my resistance uh to a very low level although it was a very deliberate one and now you know when we were in a production meeting I was broke out laughing when we decided that this was when this was the one to do because I said Greg I have a story I don't know when I'm going to say it well apparently I'm going to say it right up front so right but, it, was, uh, uh,
1: it was bursting out of you. You know, one of the things that's really interesting is, in, and I'll do a little plug, and I won't do too many of these, but of course, for my book that's coming out, In Search of Safe, Brave Spaces, one of the uh, techniques that I have in there, the recommendation is to is to really get a sense of your energy levels. Uh, and how you respond in situations the, the, and, and this is a great example of what and, and it's about it's getting curious around when they happen so we all feel them when this person said that probably the energy went what the you know you could feel it rising in you the key is what you do with that and if, if it is huh okay this there's a learning this is like ding 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 learning here and both about myself on how I'm reacting and what I can learn from that situation. What a, what a great, great um, way to really tap into things, but it's what you do in the moment, because you could have not learned from that. And you could, there are people I know that have episodes that they've had situations they've had that 20 years later, they're still grumbling about it and they didn't learn anything from it. And they, and, and it's just, and it's impacted their lives over a time period so uh, you got to find a way to understand it and let it go and you know in all of our interviews that we've been having people are saying you know some of the best things i learned when what things that were bad in the worst of times but each of those leaders what's consistent is they learned they both both how am i reacting to this situation and what can i learn that i will do differently when i'm leading so i anyways i just thought that was a really interesting capture
0: so now it's a bit of a joke and it's a learning point. And I right. think I've seen other people deal with situations like that as you have, and it came out in some of our more recent interviews as well. Just a really healthy way to deal with it after you get over the initial angst. Right, yeah, excellent. So what are a couple simple things as a manager we can do to deal with this? Is it the or an issue? So the first one, when you want to address something that is probably very minor in nature, and it is something that you're seeing a lot of. Maybe a more group approach might be better. An office-wide email or mention in a team meeting just to let everybody know or to remind them about what the expectations are.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I—and the one thing that's bubbling up as I'm listening to you say that is that, again, it's knowing as a leader. Recognizing if something is bubbling up, because obviously when it's a little issue that's become bigger, there's something behind it. So first thing is check yourself and say, how big is this issue? Like, gee, I am, I am feeling really peeved or excited about this. You know, like what's going on? And then, and then pause, 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 pause to be able to say, okay, then, then how best – is this, first of all, an issue? Um, you know, actually, I will, I will add – I've shared this before, but it's Rumi's Three Gates – you know um uh the first gate is uh uh is it true you know ask yourself is this a true something i really uh is it isn't is it relevant now is it necessary uh and is it kind if you go through those through gates as a leader and thinking through this and this situation might be yeah you know this is something that's important Um, is it necessary now? Yeah, you know, it is necessary now. Well, how then do I need to do it in the best way possible? And to your point, it might be an office-wide, hey, here's something that's bubbling up that I think we need to just keep an eye on, blah, blah, blah. But have a process that allows you to filter through before you blow up uh, in the hallway or on Zoom.
0: (laughs) And just to follow up on on, uh, the first point, if it is a little issue, then it should be treated as such. And to you know, kind of add to the, the you know, group email, uh, perhaps it is just an awareness issue, but maybe there's a training issue as well. And if there, it's a training issue, then you need to provide training and uh, provide people with expectations. And I love that pause type of thing. Like sometimes you need to think before you, th- you, know, you say something. So may- maybe it is uh, a little bit more than just sending out an email Maybe uh, it is, you know what, this is a training issue. Maybe we need to get somebody in here to talk about it. Maybe we need to put out some online material, maybe a webinar because we're all at home or whatever, but using that kind of thought process, you know what, this is something it's important, although it's minor, it is something yeah. that if we don't, you know, deal with it now, it can build into something worse. And, and so let's deal with it.
1: Yeah, definitely. You know, it's a holding around being curious, right? First of all, acknowledging, is this really an issue that we need to discuss and is it that we need to discuss now, but then be curious and understanding what's the best way, if it is, what's the best way to resolve it to your point? It could be training. It could be something else, but you got to dig a little bit deeper first in yourself, but then with others, if there is something that's, that still needs to be addressed.
0: And stay away from the language. Like I am disappointed or uh, other uses of your really serious words, because that puts Uh, it characterizes what you're talking about and maybe takes it to the wrong place. And you might be shocking people over a little thing. Yeah, that tone you mentioned when you described the setup, you know, those heavy words and heavy
1: tone. Be thoughtful. Yeah, really be thoughtful.
0: And I I wrote the next one down and I hope it comes across the right way, but people should be leaving any conversation you have where maybe you're pointing out something minor with, okay, thanks. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I just think when we, we talk to somebody, we want to help them. We want to guide them, mentor them. And at the end of that conversation, if they're walking away totally ticked off and you can see it on their face, you can see it in their body language, then maybe we haven't approached that very minor conversation the right way. I love it when somebody talks to me about something and you know, this may help you. And I, I saw you're doing this and this is the way we've been doing it. This is the reason why. And I think you might find it very beneficial. And this person is a good person to talk to and read that memo by so-and-so. It will really help you nail in on that issue and go, hey, that's great, thanks. Hang on, who, who is that? I don't, I don't think I know them. That right. okay, thanks just kind of signifies that perhaps the conversation did go well.
1: Yeah, and you know, the other build I would have on that is it's always about the why. You know, like, why, why should this be important to me? You know, and, and if you do connect something that is of value to me of the why, then it will result in that okay, thanks. You know, because it will be, oh, you know what, I didn't recognize that. That's valuable for me. Um, because it has to have value for it. There has to be a reason why uh, you're, you're wanting to bring this up. And, and it should be. To enable if you're a leader it's it's what am i doing to enable either the success of the individual the team or the organization attach it to a why and that will be more uh, effective
0: and the next one you know when you're going through that thought process of you know should i bring this up Uh, how should i bring it up how should i address it you should do some uh, thinking whether this is the hill you want to fight on because you know, if you're having a conversation with somebody and they go, listen, I'm sorry, that's not the case at all. And it ends up being an argument and and all this stuff. Sometimes you have to use some discernment and maybe it's you, maybe you're just in a position where everything's irritating you. And this thing came up, you have to really decide, is this really the battle I want to have? Because the minute you have that conversation, you're hoping it's going to go well. And the person walks away and say, says, okay, thanks. But it could go into something bigger. And is it that type of issue that you're willing at the end of the day to climb that hill and fight on it? And I think sometimes, depending on the space that we're in, maybe we're just a little too sensitive about something. Maybe we just need to let it pass. And if it happens again, maybe then deal with it. And, and that's, that's kind of the art of being a manager, right? You have to discern, is this something I have to deal with right now? Is it something I have to deal with in a different way? Or is this something I just go, you know what? It's fine. And yeah, then if yeah, it not. comes up again, then you deal with it.
1: I love that. You know what I always say: the the uh, there's the idea of asking yourself at least twice and whether it's is this really important? Is this really important to do now? Uh, are you uh, the second question is Are you absolutely sure it's really important to do right now? Asking yourself twice makes you laugh and actually will dive deeper because if you ask yourself is this important now, you'll say yeah yeah it is important I got to do it. But if you say the second time, okay, but is it absolutely? important to say, uh, say this, is it? True? Oh, well, probably not. And then the question is, do you need to do it now? Uh, and, and uh, then I, and then to your point, how should I do it? What is the best way to bring this forward? Again, simple, beautiful questions that allow you very quickly to, if you're caught up in the moment to uh, decipher what I should be doing in this moment.
0: Oh, that's awesome. And As in with every conversation, we've done a a bunch of different podcast episodes where we've talked about pre-planning a conversation and approaching things. You know, there should be some thinking about what you want to accomplish in this. Is this a health and safety thing or something else? Just a lot of thought, being thoughtful about having one of these types of conversations. Yeah. What do I want at the end? What am I looking for? And that may actually help you in that discernment process about whether this conversation really needs to happen anyway. But that's just that thought. You talked about a pause and I'm talking about a thoughtful pause where, Mm -hmm. you know, if I do, okay, yes, this is bothering me and I think it's something that needs to be addressed. What do I want to accomplish by the end of that conversation though? And just think these things out. And I think going in with a plan is the best way. Some people are really good at talking off the top of their heads. I find um, that I need at least a structure thought out for that conversation it just allows me to execute better
1: yeah 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 i i love that and part of that thoughtfulness has to be you know thinking about the context of which it's both uh, it happened in and where that person is now because you know adding that to your thoughtfulness of you know you decide you're going to say something it's important you maybe even decide why it's important and how it will help them a last, co- last thought is to, okay, what's happening right now in their life? And how best do I, how best do I introduce it? Um, you know, cause they, they, there might be something going on. All of those questions are great to be having that thoughtful discussion that you just talked about, adding that thoughtful pause.
0: Maybe we'll provide a link to that Rumi's, how do you say it? Rumi's gate? Rumi's gate.
1: R-U-M-I. He's a famous philosopher, poet, Uh, from the Middle Ages, and man, he's got tons of really great tools, but Rumi's gay yeah.
0: I'll I'll put a note in the the, uh, description of the uh, um, episode for everybody. Cool. And as employees, there's a couple things we can do to assist in these situations. I think the first one, uh, and I'm going to eat my words here, you need to keep calm.
1: Mm -hmm. And that comes back to that earlier discussion around... Not how how am I aware of my emotions? And if I know that I'm surging, if my energy is surging, um, smile and say, "Hmm, oh, this is obviously, you know, uh, what do I need to learn?" Finding ways to keep calm are really important, and breathing is often the best thing. Is is uh, 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 you know one of the easiest things is to just as you're listening. Quietly take two two or three deep breaths and that will allow, it's amazing what that will do is in settling your energy a, a little bit in the moment because it's hard.
0: And listen calmly and ask a question if you need to, just make sure that you understand what the issue is and, and by doing so you may actually draw out a little bit more information, maybe background context.
1: Yeah, you know what? Questions are a great way also to kind of get your head in order in the midst of the craziness of the comment. You know, something like, um, tell me more, allows them to dive deeper. Uh, something like, wow, this seems to be, uh, I, I can see that this is an important issue for you. Um, what's behind it if they haven't said it? You can ask those questions and you might not even, your mind might be swirling. But by asking each of those questions, it gives you time to calm, to be able to listen more, and maybe even dig a little bit deeper to find out what's going on.
0: And your boss is actually talking to you, so make use of it and uh, maybe use the conversation to segue into something more positive that you need to talk to him about. I love this. Number one, maybe you get to talk about something you want to. But at the end of this conversation, so it started off with this negative situation, and then you've gone and talked about something in a positive way that's really important you need to talk to them about so at the end of the conversation that's how you end off the conversation talking about this issue or 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 something that you're working on that they're really interested in and it ends up being a much more healthy ending to the conversation and you got to talk to them about something that perhaps you've been trying to to nail them down on
1: yeah i think key on this one is is really that segue you know, it's almost you wanna make sure that you close the loop on the first one before you go on to the second one. And it might be, you know, it might be just paraphrasing back to say, so um, I just wanna clarify what you're saying here is that blah, 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 because this would help me to do this. Yeah, that's right, great. Well, I appreciate that. Um, You know, one other thing I wanted to also share with you is this then, but if you close the loop and acknowledge that you understand That will also open up space in your boss's mind to be able to listen to something else. Cause if they're still, you know, on the hill, (laughs) you know, fighting the fight um, uh, they might not even hear what your positive thing is going to be. So find a way to close it.
0: Yeah. And this segue type of approach, uh, we also talked about in our sarcasm episode as well, I think Mm -hmm. later on within the episode and try to not get involved in Coronation street. You know, you've had this negative exchange, maybe other people heard it, and then starting to have this big conversation in the group about it, and it turns into this much bigger thing, and people are taking sides, or now people who have other grudges against the boss or somebody else, it's really good to stay out of the coronation Street uh scene and i know i've probably just lost half the audience because they have no idea what i'm talking i was going to say
1: for those that are under 70 years old (laughs) no actually i think it's still alive and well uh it just just google Carnation street it's uh the longest running british show that is is very interesting and there's tons of learning within it around relationships and uh and of what to do and what not to do so we'll just leave it at that um uh um are you you're retired right? I can, you must be uh, running out of things to watch that you uh, are quoting uh, Coronation Street. <laughs>
0: Well, I, I am technically retired, but I'm looking to do something else. And quite frankly, you're keeping me busy and everybody else is keeping me way busier than when I was working. Right. right. But I actually did turn on coronation street. It happened to come on the TV and I literally didn't recognize 90% of the actors on there. So I think it's changed, but uh, yeah, it's, it's all about, you know, that all the drama and all that stuff. So we want to keep away from that and always, always important. Let's just be professional maybe there's something else going on in this manager's life or in their work situation you just don't know and and sometimes we just need to be the people we want others to be and, and sometimes that means you take a hit and uh you know later on you find out that there's other issues going on or whatever I, I just think we need to be the people we want others to be and the way we start that off is just being professional yeah great And maybe what your your boss brought up is a good thing. Maybe it's something that's important to them. Maybe it's important period. Maybe they haven't brought it up the most appropriate way. But sometimes what they're talking about is an issue. And maybe it's an issue that relates to you or that you are somehow um, related to. You got to listen, right? Maybe it's not being delivered the way or in the atmosphere that it should be. But it is important. So take that in. Maybe you do need to address something.
1: Yeah, I always say, uh, you know, and I've said this in other podcasts, you know, discover the gift in the moment. Uh, the gift in the moment might be uh, something that you'll learn to never do again, uh, but often there is something underlying there. There, you know, most people do bring things forward for a good reason. Um, it just, to your point, in the expression of that idea, it hasn't come across in the best way. So don't uh, uh, don't jump too quickly away from it. Just be curious.
0: And the last point here, which I should take notice in my own personal life, is remember they're first be defensive. If somebody's saying something to you and they're really not framing it the right way, they're approaching it totally the wrong way, you're going to be defensive. Your guard's going to come up. Maybe you're going to lash out in a sarcastic manner. Maybe you're going to be defensive. Maybe you're going to be uh, resistant. Uh, maybe you're going to show up the next day with the same deficiency in your appearance. Uh, in my case... Mm -hmm. I just think it's really, really important that we know that that's the way that we're wired and that's the way that we can react if we let that happen.
1: Yeah, I agree. This is really all about understanding what are your triggers and what are your normal responses of those triggers and decide what it does for you because often they don't do anything for you. They actually hurt you. So, but, but they come up They're they're built over time. They're like ruts in the road that, uh, You've created over a long time, so uh, really just be just be aware of that. And the best thing is to just, you know, listen and ask questions, like we talked about before. That's the best questions to be able to get yourself some stabilization until you can better respond. I think that's awesome.
0: So, Greg, anything for wrap
1: up? Yes, Alistair, I do. I thought I'd say that because I always say no, I don't, that I talk about it anyways.
0: Um, that's true that's very true
1: yeah i just think the this the best thing about this the most important thing about soul episode is self-awareness reflection and before you do something either before you share the issue or are or, or respond to the issue it is it's all about uh recognizing how you take it in and those that those three gates are those questions in questioning yourself to say how important is this Um, is it really that important second question and then then moving into is it is it needed now and how best do I do it well the same thing is as you're listening so it's all about being reflective of how I'm taking this in and how I'm responding to it that makes so much of a difference in this situation probably eliminate Three quarters of these these uh, bad issue situations, um, uh, you might still be bringing them forward. But to your point earlier on, it's about how can I, how do I bring it forward, and being reflecting and and more positive in how I bring the issues forward. Um, they'll get they'll get moved on more quickly. They'll be uh, uh, accepted more quickly, and you'll have a better result.
0: And to me, this is just one of those issues that um, as an employer or as a manager, because managers have these problems as well. I just think it's so healthy that after you experience something like this, and in my case, I've had so many good managers, so many good leaders in my work history that when something like this happens, it stands out. And I know what I like about this issue now, and I certainly didn't like it on the day, is that this is such a good learning point. And so many of the things that we talk about in these episodes that we've been uh, uh, producing, you learn from it, right? And it's so important that when you have one of these negative experiences, because we don't know where we're going to go next. We don't know if we're going to become a supervisor or a manager or a senior executive or a worldwide known consultant like you Greg I mean it's you just don't know where you're gonna go right and these are the things that teach you how to be a manager when you are at the end of something that is unpleasant uh, even for a brief moment and mine was definitely a brief moment it just impacts so much in your life like this literally happened to me like so long ago but even now it's one of those things like I can I can feel it I can taste it you know And, and so these are the things that make you a better manager when you've had one of these just at the moment seemed like the worst thing that's going to happen to you and and in, in reflection it was really nothing but these are really good learning points and you know when we created talking not ranting what we wanted to do was talk about these types of situations and what's a good way of dealing with them but also how this builds us up when we take on responsibilities and things like that, because we've now experienced something and now we can use these things. When we're in those situations, we have some history, some learning that's already baked into who we are. And and I love it when we talk about these things. And sometimes you have a story, sometimes I do, sometimes we both do. And these are just great building blocks to making us, you know, a better employee and perhaps later on a better manager. And I, I just love that we can talk about these things and, laugh about them now and uh, just move on so uh, I, I just think this is a, a great topic it seems like a little one but there's a lot to it
1: yeah it's often the little ones that, that can still have a big ripple effect
0: so we hope that some of what we spoke of you found helpful we hope that uh, we didn't say anything that made you really really angry but Greg again your philosophy on happier peeved um, falls into this as well yeah, yeah, you know, we,
1: we end all of our podcasts this way and it really is a reflection and learning from a great coach that, I, that I've had for a number of years and that when I first started with her, I would go and I would often leave our dialogues with uh, either joy or excitement about something that I'd gotten traction on or was doing well, but equally important were the times where I got really churny and peeved off at something that she said that really touched a nerve on an area that I needed to learn and grow in. And both were so valuable. And so we, we hope that these sessions as well, these episodes provide a little bit of both of those things to you, things that you recognize in you that are, are things that you're on track and you're doing really well. And also things that kind of, you know, kind of give you that feeling with regards to maybe I need to shift and, and it's what you do with it. Uh, that 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 uh, um, and the learning that you take from it that um, takes you to a new place so we hope you have a little bit of both of
0: that today excellent excellent now remember people matter take some time with the people you work with they are an important part of your job your success or your failure talk to you next time take care